the end zone, has a man open, touchdown, Justin Blackman. What's up, everybody? Welcome into a Tuesday edition of Locked On Pokes. Colby Powell, your host here with you. I'm excited to be back on the air today. I've been out of town since last Thursday, and I've missed a ton. Spring practice is underway. The Big 12 basketball tournament starts tomorrow in Kansas City. There is so, so much to get to. Uh, I know I'm not going to be able to get to it all, but I'm excited to be back. It was a great Great long weekend, got a few good days of skiing in, and I came out completely uninjured, which is uh, always the goal. So it was a good time. Glad everyone is back with me here on Locked On Pokes. Your reminder that this is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Head over to LockedOnPodcast.com. Check out everything Locked On has to offer as the NFL Draft is headed this way. Check out Locked On Draft Dudes at LockedOnPodcast.com. Also, want to remind everyone to follow Boone Pickens State on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, giving you all of your Oklahoma State news notes, the absolute best content. If you're not following them on Instagram, you really need to. The graphics they put up, everything they've got over there, search Boone Pickens State and you can find them very easily on Instagram. You need to be following them to get all of the best Oklahoma State content. All right, I couldn't even decide where I wanted to start today. There's so much going on with Oklahoma State. I think I decided that I want to start with spring football and then we'll dive a little bit into what the basketball team has accomplished since I was last on last Wednesday. So Oklahoma State spring practice is underway, got underway yesterday, first spring practice of the year, always exciting, especially with everything happening with Oklahoma State football this offseason, all the guys who returned, the transfers who came over, the coaching changes, Casey Dunn, now the OC, Tim Rattay, the new quarterbacks coach, Mike Gundy spoke yesterday after the first day of spring practice uh, and had a lot of good things to say. He, he kind of opened it up, uh, and this is a quote from Mike Gundy. He said, obviously back at it. It's an exciting time for us from the standpoint that we get back on the field. The fun part of what we do to get out and coach the players, no pads, but it's a good to be out there and move around. We do a lot of individual time a lot of special teams try to get some really quality teaching and coaching since we don't have contact in practice a lot of seven on seven and some one-on-ones uh good stuff from mike gundy obviously spring practice very exciting now let's get in to some of the meat of what mike gundy talked about yesterday after practice uh he was asked about moving casey dunn to offensive coordinator and bringing in the new quarterbacks coach tim Rattay. and here's what mike gundy had to say he said casey was a really good fit for the situation we're in now tie that in with bringing tim in to coach quarterbacks. Casey's experience and relationships with our returning players, which is a big number, was a real comfort for me in elevating him. As we went through this process, I wanted to make sure that we could get a quarterback coach that was a really good technician and could bring our guys along and recruit that position. So, he talked more about Casey Dunn and Tim Rattay, and let me just paraphrase a bit for you. Uh, essentially, getting Tim Rattay in as quarterbacks coach was a huge comfort zone for Mike Gundy in promoting Casey Dunn to offensive coordinator. One, one thing Mike Gundy talked a little bit about was being nervous to have an offensive coordinator who is not in the quarterback room. You know, uh, Sean Gleason, Mike Yersich, these guys were also the quarterbacks coach, so they were in the quarterback room, and they were the play caller, and Mike Gundy talked about being nervous about having a a 
uh, an offensive coordinator who's not in the quarterback's room. And he said getting Tim Rattay really eased his nerves on that and allowed him to feel comfortable because Tim Rattay is the quarterback's coach not having to be the play caller. We'll get to see every single snap in practice and, and know every last thing about these quarterbacks. Whereas in the past, Mike Yersich, Sean Gleason, guys who have coached quarterbacks and been the OC, they've had other things to worry about and haven't just solely been able to focus on every snap that the quarterbacks take in every single practice. So uh, that, that's a big deal with Tim Rattay and then having Casey Dunn, the familiarity with all the players and the system obviously is huge for Oklahoma State football. Uh, so Mike Gundy sounded really excited about everything going on with those guys. He did talk about Tylan Wallace uh, on Tylan. He said, quote, he's doing good. Guys that are as athletic as Tylan and some of these other guys are ahead of schedule. Now he just needs to stay on course and not try to do too much, and he'll be fine. He'll be up and going before long, but we just don't want him to get too far ahead of himself. Uh, I think that that's well put. With an ACL injury, uh, guys are coming back faster than ever. I mean, it really is remarkable how far the surgeries and things have come with ACL injuries and Tylen Wallace uh, it should be able to bounce back no problem and be 100% healthy uh, for Oklahoma State when he needs to be and I would imagine he'll be able to go through all of uh, the offseason workouts and certainly fall camp you'd think he'd be 100% by then just don't rush it don't re-injure yourself and he should be fine uh, Mike Gundy was asked about Colin Clay the Arkansas transfer uh, said quote he's fit in really well we recruited him and then he committed to Arkansas early when he contacted us we had a prior relationship so it worked out well to get him back here after the coaching change they had over there. We're glad he's on our team. Still waiting for the eligibility waiver. That stuff just takes time. Uh, so it'll be probably, I don't know, a couple months before we hear on the eligibility waiver, but I'd be really surprised if Colin Clay did not get one and was not immediately eligible for Oklahoma State on that defensive line, which will be huge. Now, one big uh, one big news, one big note for Oklahoma State is that uh, Jarek Bernard will be moving from safety to corner this year. Mike Gundy was asked about that, uh, said, quote, just based on his strengths and the type of offenses we face in this league, we felt he's kind of better suited over there. And, and then the follow-up then is, uh, okay, what does that mean for Oklahoma State's safeties if you're going to move Jarek Bernard down to corner? Mike Gundy said, uh, he mentioned Jason Taylor, who played really well in the bowl game. Mike Gundy said, we have experience at that position. We felt like Jarek's strengths and what he can bring to the table can be more advantageous at corner in our league. So it'll be interesting to see him make that transition from safety to corner. Obviously, Christian Holmes coming in, still Rodarius Williams. Want to get to a few more things Mike Gundy had to say on the other side. Also want to talk about basketball, baseball, wrestling. So much to get to today. Not nearly enough time to get to it all. But you need to make sure that you make time to get over to Simply Green Pharmacy in Stillwater. Our friends and partners here on Locked on Pokes. Friendly, professional environment and staff. You go in, uh, you walk into a beautiful waiting room, and then you enter one of the best dispensaries in the state with some of the best selection in the state. It's at 617 East Redbud Drive in Stillwater, where Perkins and Redbud intersect just across the street east from Apple Creek Apartments. They will take care of you. Uh, taking care of patients is their number one goal. So go check them out at Simply Green Pharmacy and tell them Locked on Pokes. Since you're going to take a break, come back on the other side. A few more things Mike Gundy had to say from spring practice. Really excited for football to get back underway. 
I uh, also want to talk about Pro Football Focus uh, revealing who they think is the best returning player in the Big 12. I'll give you a hint. It's a joke. I'm talking about that. I've got Big 12 basketball tournament, Big 12 baseball. Oklahoma State gets a sweep over the weekend. The, the Cowboys are, are wrestling Big 12 champs. Once again, so much to get to. Don't move a muscle. Back shortly here on Locked on Pokes. Welcome back. Rolling along here on Locked on Pokes. So glad to be back. So much going on in the world of Oklahoma State athletics. Uh, baseball, basketball rolling along. And spring practice is underway for Oklahoma State football. Mike Gundy spoke yesterday after the first spring practice of the season. I thought one of the best moments, uh, one of the funniest moments, Mike Gundy talked about Taylor Cornelius and, and his XFL career. You know, I saw some Cornelius highlights over the weekend. Uh, some some great, you know, they rolled to his left or through a nice touchdown pass. He also had an interception, and that's what Mike Gundy brought up whenever he was asked about it yesterday after uh, spring practice. Uh, he, he said, it was really funny. He said, I just happened to be flipping through the TV on his games. He said, I'm not knocking anybody, but the people around him are pretty average. He doesn't have a good supporting cast, but he's doing really well. I thought that was funny, number one. Uh, and then Mike Gundy said, I watched him. He floated an interception to a safety in the end zone one time. I texted him right after that. He was still playing in the game, but I still needed to text him. He texted him and said, be good if you found your safeties before you laid one up down the field. Uh, and then he said, anyway, I'm just so happy for him. He's a great person, uh, and, and I'm really excited for what he's doing in the XFL. So that was funny that he's texting Taylor Cornelius during his XFL games to tell him to locate the safety down the field before he floats one up in the air. So uh, anyway, back to Oklahoma State football. Just a couple of notes to hit here, and then we'll move on. Uh, he was asked about Spencer Sanders' hand, and he was very short, sweet, and to the point. Simply put, he said he's fine. He's 100%. So that's good to hear. No lingering effects for Spencer Sanders. Uh, health is going to be huge for Oklahoma State next season and what should be a phenomenal season for the Cowboys if everything goes according to plan. So uh, Spencer Sanders, he's fine. He's 100%. Mike Gundy was asked about Rodarius Williams, and this is what he had to say about the Cowboys returning corner. He said, quote, this is a money year for Rodarius. This is a year where he needs to put really, really quality plays on video to increase his chances to play beyond this year which helps our team. Rodarius Williams obviously now will be the number one corner. He's previously been the number two corner. A.J. Green was the number one guy for several years at Oklahoma State. He's now moving on to the NFL. Uh, A.J. Green, I think, is almost done running his 40 now. So that's, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. A.J. Green is a good player. Uh, 40 time, bad 40 time or no, I think he'll be good at the next level. Uh, and I think he'll play in the NFL for a long time. Mike Gundy was asked about Braden Johnson. Last Mike Gundy quote, before we move on, Mike Braden Johnson obviously came on at the end of last season. Mike Gundy talked a bit about that. He said, quote, we wouldn't know as much about him if Tylen wouldn't have gotten hurt. It was one of those things where it worked out well for us now that we have a lot of faith in him. He's been an awesome young man for us because when he came in here, first year or two was tough, just structure and all the things. Then he turned a complete 360 and started working hard and doing things right and started having success last year. It's a real success story for him. So uh, good stuff yesterday from Mike Gundy. Really excited for spring practice to be underway for the Cowboys. Uh, obviously, ton of excitement around football right now with, with Oklahoma State. This, this next season, uh, anything shy of 10 wins w- would be a, a complete 
disappointment. Uh, and this is a team that you really think, in, including the postseason and everything, this is a team that if, if Oklahoma State's ever going to have a team win 11 or 12 games, it's going to be this one this year. seems like a lot of things are aligning well for Oklahoma State. One last thing on football before we move on. Uh, Pro Football Focus released its best returning player in the Big 12. And, you know, sometimes the Texas love can just get a little bit exhausting. And Pro Football Focus has rated Sam Ellinger as the best returning player in the Big 12 Conference. Now, I don't know if maybe Pro Football Focus was out of town. You know, I go places sometimes. People go places. Maybe they were out of town the day that Chuba Hubbard announced that he was coming back to Oklahoma State. It's entirely possible, and it's the only explanation I can think of as to why Sam Ellinger would even be in the conversation for best returning player in the Big 12. Chuba Hubbard was last year's Big 12 Offensive Player of the Year and is coming back to what should be an even more explosive offense. So, you know, whatever. It, It is what it is. Uh, This isn't, you know, even me bashing on Sam Ellinger. I think Sam Ellinger is a a fine college football player. I think Texas has a chance to have a good season, but there's just no way that Chuba Hubbard is not the best returning player in the Big 12 Conference. So uh, that was just one thing that caught my eye and that I thought was interesting. We need to move away from football, though, because we have a a ton else to get to. Oklahoma State basketball, what a week for for the Cowboys, and and really what a closing stretch for Oklahoma State after starting 0-8 eight in conference. Oklahoma State wins seven of its last ten games in conference play. Uh, It was really phenomenal down the stretch. Oklahoma State wins four of its last five with wins over Oklahoma, Iowa State, Kansas State, and Texas. And the two best teams that Oklahoma State played in that stretch were Oklahoma and Texas. Uh, Obviously, Kansas is the loss. I'm talking about the two best teams Oklahoma State beat in that stretch were Oklahoma and Texas. And the Cowboys routed both of them. Oklahoma State on Saturday against Texas, an 81-59 to win against a team that's on the bubble. Uh, I mean, Texas had the big emotional win in Norman against OU middle of last week and came out totally flat against Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State led 43-21 to at halftime. Each team scored 38 in the second half. Didn't matter. Oklahoma State was way out in front. They won the game by 22. Uh, it's nice to see these seniors go out the right way, even if this team doesn't make the tournament. Uh, you know They didn't come out and go 2-16 and 16 in conference, and you appreciate the fact that after starting 0-8, this team battled and was able to win 7 of its final 10 games, and it was fun for Oklahoma State fans, and I think it's gotten a little, little bit of re-energization for the Oklahoma State Cowboy fans uh, with, with everything that's coming in next year, because you remember at the start of the season, everyone was real excited for basketball, it all went away, and now I think it's back just a little bit uh, because things got better toward the end of the year and obviously looking forward to next year. Cam McGriff again on Saturday was phenomenal with 19 points. So now Oklahoma State uh, will will face off against Iowa State tomorrow at 6 o'clock in Kansas City. Oklahoma State currently a five-point favorite in that one over the Cyclones. Uh, Ames South uh, is what Kansas City's kind of referred to for the Big 12 basketball tournament. I don't know that uh, that will be the case this year since Iowa State is one of the worst teams in the conference. Uh, I just can't imagine that the crowd will be as fired up to get down to Kansas City in the Sprint Center as they have been in the past. Oklahoma State, if you're still holding out hope, if you are still uh, one of those people who thinks, look, Oklahoma State can make the tournament. There's a couple ways they can do it. Number one, they can win the Big 12 tournament. Would not be easy. They'd have to beat uh, Iowa State 
in round one. Uh, and then in, in the second round, Oklahoma State would have to beat a Kansas team that just routed the Cowboys a couple of weeks ago in Lawrence. Uh, and, and Kansas will have a huge home court advantage in that one with it being in Kansas City. There will be a lot of Jayhawk fans there. And then in the semis, you'd have to take down either Texas or Texas Tech. And then uh, in the finals, you, you could see any number of teams on the other side of the bracket, TCU, Kansas State, Oklahoma, West Virginia, or Baylor, probably Baylor, uh, unless they get upset again, which they have twice in the past couple of weeks. They lost to West Virginia this past weekend, so West Virginia closed the season strong, uh, and they're firmly in the tournament. OU had a big comeback on Saturday. OU is firmly in the tournament after beating TCU on Saturday. Came back from like 16-17 down in the second half. Uh, So Oklahoma State would have to get really hot. There is a chance, potentially. Let's say Oklahoma State gets to the championship game at the Big 12 tournament and loses to one of those teams on the other side. Let's say it's Baylor. So let's say Oklahoma State beats Iowa State, beats Kansas, beats Texas Tech, and then loses to Baylor. It would be entirely possible Oklahoma State would have a fourth quadrant one win of the season. So the quadrant one wins are important. The committee uses them. That would get Oklahoma State to 20 and 15 on the season with 10 Big 12 wins to 12 Big 12 losses. It would likely still not get Oklahoma State in, but it would be possible. The, the, the only real way that you can be certain Oklahoma State gets in is to win the Big 12 Conference Tournament, which is a huge, huge task uh, for a team that will be facing off. If they can beat Iowa State tomorrow night, they'll get Kansas on Thursday, and we all know what Kansas is. We all remember what Kansas did to Oklahoma State just a couple of weeks ago in Lawrence. Now, the uh, the Athletics' Ken Pomeroy, everybody knows Ken Palm. He's a big college basketball guy. The percentage chances for each Big 12 team to win the conference tournament, according to Ken Palm. Uh, the Jayhawks, Kansas, 55.3%. Huge drop-off. You drop off 30 percentage points before you get to Baylor at 22.3%. And no other team in the conference is even in double digits in terms of percentage chance to win the conference tournament. West Virginia, 9.6. Texas Tech, 7.2. Texas Tech needs a good weekend. They've struggled down the stretch, uh, and and currently they're projected as a first four-out team. So, big weekend for the Red Raiders. Oklahoma has a 2.7% chance to win it. Texas, 1.1%. They need uh, a big Pardon me, a big week in Kansas City as well, as they are currently projected first four out. Oklahoma State, 0.8%. TCU, 0.4%. Kansas State, 0.3%. And Iowa State, 0.1%. So Kansas, as they should be, are the overwhelming favorites in Kansas City. I'll be talking a lot more college basketball tomorrow as big uh, conference tournaments across the country will be underway, and the Big 12 tournament will be getting underway tomorrow in Kansas City. So I will dive into a lot more of that then. I want to take a break, come back on the other side. Talk Big 12 baseball. Oklahoma State gets the sweep against BYU. We've got a couple of Big 12 Player of the Week honors for uh, some of the Cowboy arms. And then we'll also talk a little Big 12 wrestling as well. Coming back to wrap things up here on Locked On Pokes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back. Wrapping things up here on Locked on Pokes. I'm your host, Colby Powell. Head over to Twitter. Follow me at Colby J. Powell at Locked on Pokes. Remember to follow Boone Pick and State 
at BP underscore state on Twitter. Search for him on Facebook and Instagram, Boone Pickens State. All the best Oklahoma State news notes and content. Make sure you follow them. If you're not following them, you're missing out. And if you're not at Simply Green Pharmacy in Stillwater, you are missing out. I told you a while back about the puff and paint that Simply Green was having on Valentine's Day. It was a huge success. They sold out. Make sure you get your spot because they're having another one. It's an absolute blast. Uh, March 17th, one week from today, from 7 to 9 p.m. Don't worry about it being late on a Tuesday. The sun's going down an hour later. The sun will barely be down at 9 o'clock. You're going to want to text your first and last name to 918-907-0009 to save your spot. It's $20 a person. A penny pre-roll is included. Text your first and last name to 918-907-0009 and you can save your spot one week from today for the Puff and Paint at Simply Green Pharmacy in Stillwater. And remember always to tell them that Locked On Pokes sent you. All right, uh, Oklahoma State baseball. What a nice three-game series sweep it was over the BYU Cougars. Now, BYU cannot play on Sundays, of course. So it was Thursday, Friday, Saturday action for the Cowboys. And the Pokes managed to give up only four runs in three games while scoring 16 of their own in the three-game sweep. And it led to a couple of Big 12 honors. Parker Scott. Scott earned Big 12 Pitcher of the Week. Parker Scott moved to 3-1 and one on the season. He struck out a career-high 13 Cougars uh, in the series opening shutout. He was just three strikeouts away from a school record. Ben Leeper came on uh, and had six strikeouts as well. So 19 strikeouts between the two of them. Parker Scott pitched seven innings in that one. 19 strikeouts out of 27 total outs. Pretty phenomenal stuff from the Cowboys there. That meant a little more than two out of every three batters who came up were being sat down by the Cowboys. Uh, Also, true freshman Justin Campbell, while earning his first win of the season, also earned... Big 12 Newcomer of the Week. He shared that honor, uh, and he was phenomenal. He came out and threw eight innings of three-hit baseball, allowed no runs uh, on Friday in the second game of that series. Uh, And pitchers can hit. He, he DHs as well. Justin Campbell's batting 400 on the season with four runs scored, three RBIs, and a home run. So Justin Campbell gets his first win on the mound on Friday and is off to a great start to his true freshman season. So Oklahoma State now sits at 11-5 and five on the year. Back in action today and tomorrow against St. Louis. A little Tuesday-Wednesday action. Uh, and then those are both at Alley P. And then three more at Alley P this weekend. The final game in Alley P Stadium, in Alley P Reynolds Stadium ever, is this Sunday against Fresno State at 1 o'clock p.m. So if you want to be there to send off LEP right, that is against Fresno at 1 o'clock on uh, on Sunday. And then Oklahoma State will have one road game at Dallas Baptist on Tuesday. And then it is time for Obrate Stadium. One week from Friday, March 20th. It is almost here. Uh, if you got tickets, congratulations. Lucky you. Uh, I did not get tickets. I had other things going on. Uh, didn't get them from the ticket office. And now they are way overpriced on resale markets. Uh, so I will probably be making the trip up on Saturday or Sunday to see the new stadium. I will probably not be in attendance to watch George W. throw out the first pitch 
on that Friday night, March 20th. Uh, if you got tickets, congrats. If, if you want to pay for them on the resale market, you can. Uh, I looked earlier on, I think it was StubHub, maybe Ticketmaster, uh, had them for $88 a piece. Uh, and considering if you, I should have gotten them through the, the ticket office. You could have gotten GA for the entire season for like 75 bucks uh, and gone to the home opener, uh, but I didn't. I, I had other things going on uh, and forgot to do it, so I will not be there for opening night. Uh, but yeah, if you want to get them on the resale market, you can. And if you already got them, congrats and enjoy yourself at the grand opening of O'Break Stadium next Friday. Oklahoma State on uh, Sunday clinched its record eighth straight Big 12 wrestling title. Uh, you, you know, look, with how dominant Oklahoma State's been, it might seem like this is something that happens quite frequently quite frequently for the Cowboys. It's not. It's the first time since 1921 through 1928 uh, basically 90, 100 years ago that Oklahoma State has won eight conference titles in a row. A really impressive stuff. Nick Piccinini leading the way as always. So Oklahoma State, eighth consecutive uh, wrestling Big 12 title. Good stuff from the Pokes. Uh, I think that that is all I have today. I, I know I had to have missed something. There was just too much that took place over the weekend. But I'm back tomorrow. Uh, I've got some other things I want to talk about. Athletic director rankings I want to get to this week. Uh, we've got coaches being ranked. College football coaches. No respect for Mike Gundy. Hey, don't get no respect. Uh, no respect for Mike Gundy. So we'll talk about that all coming up throughout the week. The Big 12 tournament taking place in Kansas City. Hopefully Oklahoma State, as a five-point favorite, can get at least one win under its belt in Kansas City and then try to go for the Cinderella run if they can knock off the Jayhawks. Glad everyone uh, listened today. Find me on Twitter at Colby J. Powell, at Locked on Pokes. Follow Boom Pickin' State. Go check out Simply Green Pharmacy. Uh, share this link. Listen, rate, subscribe. If you can rate and subscribe, this podcast wherever you are listening. Uh, that helps me a ton. So thanks everyone for being with me today. Uh, again, just glad to be back uh, and really looking forward to the spring for Oklahoma State Athletics. That wraps up this edition of Locked on Pokes. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked on the Draft Dudes. I'm back tomorrow. Everyone have a great day.